Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Guys, welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are here on another episode all about business when it comes to your psychic mediumship business. If you are relaunching or you're just launching your mediumship or psychic business and mission, this is an episode that you want to listen to. And those of you who are still working on your business, you might find this helpful too because there's always going to be changes that come up and you might want to rebrand, relaunch, do things over again or tweak some things in your in your mission. And if you're not doing that, this is definitely something that you should do, right? Yes, and we work with many psychic mediums, coaches, healers, and we've seen, we've heard, we've listened to them, and they said that I wanna be a speaker, I wanna write a book, I wanna create a podcast, I wanna give readings, I wanna do coaching sessions, I wanna run retreats, I wanna do memberships, I wanna do all of these different things because they can see 5, 10, 20 years into the future. They're visionaries. They got these creative creative ideas flowing, which is a positive. And it's a negative too. And the negatives we noticed is if you try to do everything at once, we've noticed the pattern that people end up doing nothing at all. Maybe you're the unique person to where you can do it all at once. I'm not saying you're not out there. I'm sure people are out there like that. Most people, what we found, are not like that. It's myself included. When I left teaching in 2017 as a public school teacher, um, I had created an e-course. Didn't even know I wanted to do one-on-one coaching as I thought life coaching was corny and all of that. And I was like, I'm going to speak on stages. So we spoke on a stage. and But long story short, I was going in circles because my focus was not laser focused. Mm -hmm. I was trying to do all of these different things that required a certain skill set that takes time, mostly years, mostly years to develop. So I think we forget that sometimes that all of these different outlets require different skills. And if you're trying to master 400 skills at once, you could see how that could be a problem. Yeah, because you're going to want things quick and it does take time. I know for me, when I was starting out, I actually started with doing private readings, then group readings, and then I want to say years later, maybe the next year, I started to teach about intuition one-on-one on on Skype because people were asking, can you teach me how to tap into my intuition? And then that private one-on-one Skype call for that intuition mentoring with each student ended up, I ended up finding that there was a similarity between all the people that I was working with separately. I was giving them individual homework assignments. I'm like, wait, I'm actually thinking that they could benefit from hearing each other speak so they know that they're not alone. And then that created a group Skype call. And then from there, I decided to make videos on YouTube. And then from there, it led to an online and e-course on intuition. So it didn't start as all the programs that we have now. It actually started one at a time. Sometimes it was years in between the next program for me. It wasn't like I put out like a business program, put out a mediumship program and the mediumship membership. It organically happened. And I think people that are starting out, they think they have to do everything because they're seeing 
what everyone's offering and they try to match it, but it happened organically, most likely, most likely for most people. And I would say there's a separation between people that are having success doing those programs and people that aren't. A lot of people at the beginning, there is a, a faithfulness that comes in at the beginning of your business where it's a good thing to have. It's a good thing to have faith and belief. You have this excitement and this passion. But when you get so excited about it and you want to do everything like you just shared, Tony, it it will end up falling flat because you can't manage everything if you don't know what you're doing and you don't give it time. Yes, and it's false confidence. It's naive. Well, I'll call it naive. I'll just be straight up that I thought it too. Many people think that, oh, I could do all of this at once. I'm already good at this. And then you realize you fucking suck at certain things, right? Or you're just average or mediocre. To be great or to be even good at anything requires a lot of time and effort. The people that are professionals, they make it look easy because like Lindsay was saying, they're putting in years, they're putting in their time, they're putting in their energy. So I'm going to leave you with that question. Whether you're giving readings or you're doing retreats or you're doing teaching, how many hours do you have teaching people face-to-face? Whether it's one-on-one or, or in a group, how many hours do you have giving readings? How many hours do you have being on stage? I'm not talking about reading about it in a book or listening to it on a podcast or video. That's great. We're teachers. We believe in education. But it's the real-world experience that builds the skill. You can't read a book about riding a bike, how to ride a bike. You, you're not going to learn the skill doing that way. You'll learn tips and you'll learn the framework. But as you go and ride the bike, you start to embody the skill. We call it taking your head knowledge and turn it into wisdom. Head knowledge you memorized it, you read about it in a book, wisdom, now you're riding the fucking bike. So how many hours do you have in each little aspect that you're wanting to do? Malcolm Gladwell talked about how to become an expert, to become like great, you know, known in the world, you need 10,000 hours of putting time and energy into building that skill. So it takes time. So in this episode, we're going to talk about three keys to if you want to launch your business and you want to launch it powerfully, and you want to be efficient with your time and energy to where you're leveraging your time and energy to where you don't feel like you're going in circles. You, The fear is always going to be there. So don't think you got to eliminate fear, but you'll eliminate some of the fear because you'll be so laser focused on a few different aspects, which leads me to number one key is know your needle movers. Know the action steps that you take in your business that when you take these, it creates massive energy. And, so, and we went through this. We actually went through our own needle movers in our business. We started this probably at this point, maybe four years ago or three years ago, I would say, with needle movers, right? We listed out our things. Well, when we listed it out, but if you go look back in time, we've been doing it. Oh, I know. But years. listed yeah. specifically, like, I think that's the biggest thing is, is like reflecting on like, what is it that I've been doing that's yes. being... So we've talked about it like at our business meetings. Yes. But actually like being aware like these really truly are the things that are moving and keeping the momentum going with our business. Yes. And after we did that and we got so clear on those few things, it really added fire, more fire to our mission because we actually took the time to do it. Yes. And, and then you become clear. What were you going to say? I was going to say like... You do become clear, but I'm thinking of um, students that we've worked with. 
And one of the struggles that comes up, which is very normal, so it's not to shame anyone if you're experiencing this, we've all felt it, is they would come to us and they want to do a million things. They want to post on social media. They want to get TikTok followers. They want to, you know, there's all these things that you want to do, but sometimes posting on social media isn't going to get as big of an impact as if you go out and actually do the event and document that. Yeah, and sometimes you look at posting on social media. We've worked with clients that said this, and they realize that, wait, posting memes or quotes online, it's actually more draining to me yeah. than the energy that I'm receiving back. So you got to look at different parts of your business that you're doing that's like that. And we could call it a not-to-do list. So you create a not-to-do list, like eliminate some of the activities that you're doing. If you're just posting a meme online and it's draining you, stop doing it. If it's, if it's working for you, cool, keep posting your memes. It's nothing bad about it. There's nothing bad about any of this. It's more figuring out what energizes you, fills you with energy, because that's really what's going to maintain your business mm-hmm. over time. Right, and it might be one of those things where maybe you're spending the majority of your energy on social media, And I believe in the power of interacting because I have tons of students and clients on social media, but I can't always write back to everyone. I definitely can't open up my private messages every second. Like the people that I give attention to are the mediumship members in my group. You know, if they're asking me a question, they're paying for the membership They're I want to give them value and they have the curriculum so I can answer those questions. But sometimes I can't get to every single person that's messaging and and asking business advice. It's like, okay, let me direct you to the resource. So the reason I'm saying that is is because sometimes we post on social media with no actual intention with it. Like the intention might be, oh, I want this to go viral and I want to share a meme that everyone's going to laugh at or love. But what is the intention behind it? What value are you bringing with this post? Get specific, and where can this lead them to help them go deeper with that post? Yes, tie your own stories right. to it. And also, too, if you're at the very beginning, and you, are, you haven't established to where you're giving readings on a weekly basis, like you're getting paid for it, sometimes, and this isn't true for all cases, but sometimes we would tell a client, just leave social media alone for a moment because it's draining the fuck out of you. And focus on like yeah. the trenches, focus on the oil of your business and get that down packed and then go to social media sometimes. And I but sometimes people, sometimes people can do, do it all. Like I said earlier in this episode, it's okay, but it's, this is all about knowing yourself and being honest with yourself and what's energizing you and then what's draining your energy. And for me, like to build up, I, I would say like my confidence of putting quotes or to put myself out there for me it was easier for me to share a quote and a meme because that's what felt comfortable. I didn't want to share anything about myself. So I did that. I hid behind a yellow flower and just shared and created a, you know, a general group. And that, that somehow kind of slowly got me into the blog talk radio show, but I didn't do that right away. I started the, the sharing of the quote. So sometimes it has to happen organically for you to figure it out. But at the same time, if someone told me this earlier, I probably would have focused on more energy on, okay, let me build up my clients locally, or let me build up my clients in a different way. Yeah, things would have went quicker. Things would have went quicker because you're not focused on way too many things at once. So that's when you check in with yourself right now and think, what's create a little T-chart, what's energizing you, what's draining you in in your business. Like if you look at us, we realize, so going back, 
to, I think, to 2015, um, kind of like your story with the flower, I started to do um, videos on Snapchat because it would go away in 24 hours, so I felt comfortable. And if I didn't take that step, I wouldn't have took the step to create a podcast. Yeah. Right? I wouldn't have. And I look at it, it's like you're building your nervous system. You go to the gym to build your muscles, and over time, you get stronger. Same thing goes with your business and these action steps. You start to be able to handle more energy. Like, now doing a podcast is very easy for me. It's not draining. It's energizing. If I would have tried to do this in 2015... It would have been way too overwhelming. I just maybe, you know, me specifically, I wasn't um, ready back then. So you want to think about what are the, and you can think about like three, think about what are the three action steps that when you do these in your business, your business just starts to transform. Like your business, when you do these action steps, you feel energy. You get energized most of the, the time from it. I realize one of mine is creating creating this podcast, creating lesson plans, creating uh, unique masterminds, unique retreats. Um, I'm just a creative and just when I sit down with a notebook, it just all starts pouring out. Part of my creating is when I'm with a client and I'm asking powerful questions. I'm helping to create that client. So the creativity can start pouring out of me. And over time, you start to realize what those anchor action steps are. And when yeah. they are, when you realize it, you can get laser focused. And really, the next step would be add fuel to them. As you start to recognize what these needle movers are, add fuel to them. Think about how can I make these even better? How can I make these even more powerful? And put all of your time and energy into doing that with those specific action steps. Yeah, definitely. And if for some reason you are wanting to name five things instead of three, try to convince yourself, no, I'm just going to focus on three. Because I think that's a that's a common theme that comes up with our students too is, well, I can do this too and that gives me energy also. But if you yes. narrow it down to three, you can put the energy into adding fuel and use that. And it might be eliminating your time um, in certain places that you're comfortable using your time with you know it might be you're used to scrolling on Facebook and engaging in everyone's posts but maybe for one week you don't do that and you see wow I eliminated that for a whole week and I feel like a new person okay let me tweak this and let me choose the hours that I'm going to respond to people or choose the hours that I'm going to go in and engage on social media because you really do have to have some sort of schedule for yourself I believe you know, we, we schedule in our clients. They're used to coming in at a certain time. But this comes into play with, you know, really launching or relaunching with what you're doing. Because it all comes down to where you're placing your energy and your time. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, it's a huge thing. And if you do have like five, six, seven action steps that start coming to mind, see if you could fit them into like three words. Like with creating, like I said, that means many different things for me. So I could have wrote down all of those things, create lesson plans, create when I'm in front of a client or connecting. That's another one of yeah. mine, connecting. Well, I could connect deeply with people when I'm teaching a workshop, when I'm doing a one-on-one -on -one call, when I'm doing a mastermind. So all these different action steps go under connecting, but I know that connecting, I need to focus, how can I connect with people? Because that's what I've done my entire life. And many times you'll realize that the things that you're doing in your business to create a successful business are things that you've been doing your entire life. I've been yeah. connected deeply with people my entire life, small group, one-on-one. -on -one. It comes very natural to me. What comes 
very natural to you. And last week's episode actually goes with that too. So if you missed last week's episode, go to that one and listen to it about connecting with people. Um, not even just connecting with people, but doing things that feel natural, you know, in your life. Yep. So the next one is, so that, that first one was, what are your top three needle movers? What are your top three action steps that create energy in your business? The most energy, if you can limit them to three. The next one would definitely be surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Kind of like you're doing right now. You're a psychic medium and you're on a psychic medium podcast, Yeah, we have some people podcast, on here. Right? Yes. Some people aren't here live. Even if you're on a replay, you're still in a group with similar like-minded people. We're going to say things that when we say it, you're going to be like, holy shit, I feel like someone understands me. That's one of the values of being around like-minded people. You're in a career. You're in a business that... 98% of people you meet are not going to understand, right? Some of my family members, some of our family members still don't quite get exactly what we do. They get the gist of it. They don't need to. That's why you find like-minded people in mentorships. You find like-minded people with your ideal clients, right? You don't want to just work with anybody. Yeah, that's true. That's a big thing is try and the way that you're going to find your ideal clients is being yourself whether it's online or it's in groups or whoever you're working with, you're just showing up as you. You're not filtering anything connected to you. So in order for people to get to know you, you need to be visible in some way, whether it's in person or it's online, but you can't be behind closed doors unless you'll get people referred to you from someone else. That's one thing. But if you want to move a little bit faster, you're going to have to be in front of new people too. There has to be a mix of the two. Um, and the other thing you mentioned... Like-minded people. Yeah. yeah so, so like mentorships, so, all and of that. The, and the other thing, yes, when you're in mentorships, I will tell you a story um, about this too. I've taken so many different classes over the years because I always say we're lifelong students. Like that's how I'm always going to be. I don't care how much time um, I've been doing the readings, how many readings I've done. I'm always going to be learning and one thing that I found was, one, found, one thing that I found is there's certain people that are in my classes. I'm like, oh, I remember working with them and they were really good with working with animals or they are someone that lives in Maine or whatever it is, whatever the connection is, is my mind is connecting people to other people. Naturally, I do that. So if I want to refer someone to that medium, whether it's because I'm busy or because I don't live in the state and they want an in-person reading, or it's because they want a specific, they have a specific need. Like um, I had a, a friend that I connected with in person this year that's a medical meet, an intuitive. So I knew to refer her people. So this is something that happens when you're connected with people in a group like membership or classes, you can actually refer them to other people and I've been referred so many clients from people that I've worked with lifelong clients now because they said you know Lindsay teaches mediumship I had another um, student refer me someone that I go back to her school every year to do either group readings or private readings so there's so many connections that can take place when you're actually surrounding yourself with people. I know in our mediumship membership group, 
There's a lot of student members in there that have been on several podcasts in the actual program. So we have a lot of students and members in the program that have their own podcasts or they have clients that they're trying to refer. I refer a lot of people to my membership um, members that do Reiki or energy healing because I don't do that anymore. So I'll always post, hey, anyone available for Reiki or does anyone... Um, Anyone in the state of blah, 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 can you do an in-person reading? I might message those people privately. When I have family members and I feel like they can benefit from getting readings from other mediums, I send them the links to my members. So I feel like this is really, really important when you're connecting with people. Yeah, it is. The opposite would be that you're not surrounding yourself yeah. by like-minded people. You might be giving readings. Um, so when you're in front of your clients, you're there, right? The people are there. And you're in front of like-minded people there. But outside of that, you're on an island because many different reasons. Maybe you you're, you feel introverted and you're scared to be in groups. We've heard that before. And we realize many of those introverted people, once they get around like-minded people, they open up. Because an introvert doesn't mean you're shy. It just means oftentimes what I found, it's like myself too, is like they love having deep conversations. Well, as soon as you get around like-minded people that love having deep conversations like psychic mediums do, healers do, all of a sudden you open up and bloom and the introvert re realizes, oh, wait, I was letting that false belief stop me from being around like-minded people and receiving that energy. Because as you go into a room or an um, online room with like-minded people that are similar missions than you, something hits you and you get this burst of energy. We call it the mastermind effect, and all of a sudden you get different creative ideas that are coming to you, insights that are coming to you that wouldn't come to you otherwise. Sometimes people, they don't join other like-minded people because they already took all the classes. They've already read all the books. They already know everything, right? They're fucking know-it-alls who, at the end of the day, you realize know nothing at all because if they were know-it-alls, they'd realize, wait, it's repetition. There's basics in anything, whether you're playing a sport, psychic mediumship, and if you stop working on the basics and you stop studying the basics, you're going to start going downhill. You can think you'll of a basketball player. You'll start as a player. plateau and then you go down. Yeah, you'll hit the plateau. You'll get burnt out. We've seen it a million times. We've experienced it ourselves when we feel like we need to tap into a like-minded group, like we could feel it. Now we set up our years quarterly to where we're always connected with like-minded people in different ways to get that boost of energy, to um, get those more creative ideas, to open up so we can share things with that group that you can't share with 98% of the rest of the people. And there's many other reasons that keep people from teaming up with like-minded people. They think it's like competition or something. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, we always teach people how like in this business, like if you have two burger burger chains across the street from each other, there could be some competition there. In this psychic mediumship business, we realize there's no competition because there's billions of people around the world. And people that love Lindsay, that love us, they might hate you. People that love you might hate us, right? It's just very extreme in that way. It's just like when you go back to high school and yes, a hundred people, their favorite teacher, there might be one teacher that pops up several times, but you're going to see several different teachers mentioned because 
your people are your people, our people are ours. Like it meaning like you're gonna resonate with certain people and you're not gonna resonate with others. That's okay. And it goes with what Lindsay mentioned earlier is the key to this business is being you. No matter what you're doing, if you're on a podcast, if you're in a room with like-minded people, if you're serving, find out a way to do that in an authentic way that's true to you. Instead of just looking out and seeing, oh, I see what they're doing, I see what they're doing, let me copy that. You know, sometimes you copy their frameworks and then you find your authentic path, that's okay. But try to be you with everything that you do. And the, the biggest thing with being in groups, it's actually going to help your nervous system to train yourself to be the best psychic medium that you can be because you're interacting with the public. You're interacting with human beings. You're interacting with the spirit realm. And you need practice to be around humans. It, mediumship isn't just about, you know, giving a mediumship reading the whole time with your mediumship skills. It's actually about feeling grounded. It's about feeling balanced emotionally. If you are a, an emotional person and you don't know how to balance your own energy, when you're giving a reading, you are going to have so many hiccups at the beginning. It's going to happen. I mean, it happened to me when I first started doing my readings. I was taking things personally. I was I was overanalyzing the readings. It was just, it, it was a lot. And when you have a group of people around you, you can actually share that and say, this is what I'm feeling. This is what's coming up. So you need that group, one, to share and have support and also give the celebrations and have someone to celebrate. But two, it's to actually prep your nervous system because you are around a group of people and you need to know how to interact with people. You really do in this work. Yes. So yes, that's do. a huge thing. And if you're wanting... Uh, workshop and you want to create the best year yet for yourself and your psychic oh, yes. media business we do have that coming up next Wednesday just to throw that out there reach out to us yeah. the last key the third key is to hire out any standard operating procedure in your business that's draining you and that's, this is one of those things where people might say well I'm just starting my business I don't have the funds to do it or I'm relaunching, but maybe I should focus my energy on just doing everything myself. But really, what I've recognized over the years is hiring out is so important. Sometimes it could take you five hours to create, you know, a flyer, and it could take a graphic designer, you know, less than an hour, and you pay them. I'm just making this up because it depends on who your person is, but $75 or $35 to do one thing and you can actually just combine things and have them do it and, and create a list. I think the biggest problem for me at the beginning was what do I want to hire out? You know, like what, what do I want to do myself and what do I want to hire out? So I think the best thing would be to write down everything that you hate doing and everything that's draining you really badly. Um, so I think this is a big thing and I think that you can focus in on writing the things that drain you, writing the things that's, that are taking all of your energy. It could be technology. And for me, I remember when I started Kajabi. I remember when I started Kajabi, uploading my things to the platform, and I had no clue how to use Kajabi. And I remember I was a part of a group. This is the benefits of being a part of a group. It was a Kajabi group. And I think I posted a question on how to do something. And then I got connecting with one person in there, and she's like, you know what? I actually need someone to be a beta tester. I need someone to test this out for me. Um, can you ask me any question about Kajabi and I could do a walkthrough for you on how to do it? And I said, yes. So it was helping me that she was helping. 
And then I was helping her too. So she walked me through it. And sometimes it's just hiring a person or connecting with a person that you can give value to also that can teach you the ropes, you know, if you want a quick way to do it instead of trying to read through everything. Yeah, so it's about being resourceful. Forget about, oh, I don't have the money to pay. Yeah. I don't have, there's college students that will work for free. Yeah. And go to your local college. There's all, there's millions of opportunities out there. So uh, just get resourceful. And like Lindsay said, create a chart. On one side of it, put energizers. On the other, put drainers. And write down all of the action steps that you need to take in your business. And the ones that are drainers, find a way to hire them out. Find a way to where you could eliminate that and you could focus on all of the needle movers in your business that bring a lot of energy to you because it's going to be more sustainable. If you don't do this, it might work for a year. You're doing everything. It might work for yeah. two years. You're going to burn out eventually. It's not sustainable. And when you're creating a business, you want to create systems that are sustainable. So that way it's right. Five, 10, you got that 20 year vision. You're still going in business and you're not like some of the people to where you end up getting so burnt out that you quit mediumship and then you come back to mediumship and then you quit mediumship and you come That's back. A theme. That's like, <laughs> right. And it's a lot of it's because of fear. Yeah. A lot of it's because of not hiring, not work, not, not receiving Or, help. I mean, we've had so many people that come to us and they're so frustrated and they'll come to us and they're in their fifties and they're like, well, I've been going to workshop workshops for you know over 30 years when I was you know in my 20s I was going to workshops and I wanted to do readings and then I see all these young people coming out and doing readings and they're frustrated they're they're resentful they're angry because they never fall through with their passion they never fall through with their dream and then they're finally saying you know what either my kids have left the house or I'm at the point where I just can't keep pushing this dream away and they do it and those are the action steps, step people, <laughs> you know, they'll actually fall through and say like, I want to do this. I'm ready. Like I'm ready to master this fear and move through it. So if you're one of those people where you've been wanting to do it, even if you're in your fifties or you're in your sixties, like we've worked with everyone. We've worked with people that are at different levels. And I think the most important thing is, is to find someone or a group that you can connect with that supports you in your powerful mission don't do it alone that's going to take a lot longer and it'll be harder you know you want to have that yes. support group you want to take that head knowledge all of that learning all of the the facts that you know all of the frameworks that you know and turn it into wisdom like put it in the action are you right. putting it in the action are you applying it yeah so, okay, this is the last thing that I want to say before we go. Is there anything else that we need to add? That's it. I want you guys to share in the comments first. Share in the comments anything, any insights that you've had from this episode or and or any actions you know that you want to take um, just from listening to this episode. And it might even have nothing to do with what we talked about, but for some reason when we were speaking, you got some sort of insight. You could share it. The other thing that I want to share is we have a lot of things coming up related to business. So one thing is, <laughs> well, one thing, um, you're throwing me off with your, your dancing. Okay. One thing is the attention call that we're doing Wednesday night, which Tony brought up Wednesday night, 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Get clear on your vision. Eastern Get clear on your mission. Time. 
for your business this year. We're gonna, this year yet. We're going to guide you. You are going to be guided through this process. You're going to be so clear by the time that you leave so that you actually set the intentions and do them. And you actually year. take the action steps you've been wanting to take. Right. Not just creating a goal. It's like, oh, let me do this this year. And then you never look at it again like the majority of people for New Year's. Um, and then the other thing is, what's the other thing coming up? Business Mastermind, our 90-day business mastermind. We only have a couple spots left. If you want to join us, this is happening once a year. It starts January 17th, our first group call. We have individual calls with Tony and myself. If you want to go far and you want to work with a group of, of awesome people in a group, I'm not talking about just, I'm not talking about us. I'm actually talking, awesome. I'm talking about the people that are actually in the group, yes. the members yes. that you can bond with, that you can share with, that you can have a tight knit community. Join us. Um, we only have uh, a few spots left. Yes. Yeah, we only have a few spots left on that right now. The 90 right. day business mastermind. Yep. And you can fill out the application. What else? That's on my website, lindsaymarino.com and on tonycmitchell.com. The other thing that's exciting that's coming up, and I'll share it. This is the first one I'm sharing. So if you're seeing this, um, you're the first one hearing about it. My online psychic mediumship business course, it's a self-study program. It is going to be live. I'm doing live Zoom sessions to go along with it coming up. So... If you're someone that's never joined before and you want to be a part of this group and you want to join us live, I'm going to be teaching to go along with the program. And those business mastermind members that sign up, this is the first time ever you will get that business program. You're gifted the business program. So if you sign up for the 90 day, you're gifted that program. So just want to throw that out there. I know that's a lot of information, but if you're someone that's taking your mission seriously and you want a support group, there's so many options for you. Okay, I love it. Angel Hi, says, Angel. Angel, it's so good to see you on here. Action, Angel's gonna go live more often. Reach out to others for collaboration. I love it. Awesome. Awesome intention and awesome action step because when you go live, you're connecting with more people and then also, people are seeing how you're interacting with your, your people. They're seeing what you're doing, and then they want to collaborate, too. Sounds so, like it could be a needle mover for you. Yes, definitely. Angel, I love it. Okay, so we want to hear from you guys. Everyone watching the replay, share below like Angel did and share your action step. And we cannot wait to see you on the next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.